welcome young adults to another <laughs> young adults podcast what is up guys we're glad to be here today with y'all before we start don't forget to follow us on instagram at ya underscore power of love dm us share your testimonies uh whatever you want to do send us in your questions your requests we are here to share and connect also don't forget to follow or email us at tpolcya at gmail.com i'm here with uh courtney the joy of the lord is real victoria Uh, yes, it's going to be a great podcast today. Yeah, it's, it's um, going to be a good one. We, according, uh, oh, I'm here too. Not, hey. Cor- not Courtney. No, you're not uh, here. Victoria, oh, yeah, you're I'm, not here. here. Sorry, we don't... Welcome you? me. You didn't welcome me. No, you're not here. Did you welcome me? No. Okay. I'm not going to welcome I feel, I feel... Whatever. I feel... <laughs> we got here. We got Victoria here. She's got a, a coffee, her Americano. Yeah, uh, it's Starbucks. I'll tell you what it is. Ready to it's go. It's grande ice Americano with only two shots of espresso with heavy whipping cream and toffee nut syrup. Wow. You should try it if you haven't... Um, Anyways. Send us your favorite coffee through DM or uh, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, okay. yeah, just fill apart. But I'm um, here with Victoria and Courtney, and uh, we're excited to get into a podcast today about Jesus Christ. Yes, yes Jesus. We, we are talking today about the man himself, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the reason we want to talk about this is because what <laughs> else is there to talk about other than Jesus Christ? Paul, That's right. All throughout the Bible, he said, I preached Christ. Paul's whole thing, he preached the revelation of Christ. And so we're literally just going to talk about different things about Jesus, different scriptures, different um, names that he calls himself in the Bible, and just a short testimony. So when I was in a revival meeting about a year ago, um, it was an evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and he, I remember him just declaring who Christ was. He was just preaching the word of God, and he, I remember he said, Christ lives in you. You know that scripture, Christ lives in you, and when he said that, I felt something hit me in my stomach, and I knew that it went into my spirit, and obviously I grew up in church. I've heard that a million times, but when it hit me in my stomach, and then I look back, and the next two months after that, the Lord revealed to me in a, such a real way what it meant that Christ lived in me. It became a revelation in me. And then I looked back. The Lord reminded me of that when I felt that hit me in my spirit. Like physically, I felt it come on the inside of me. So as we're talking about this, as we're telling you scriptures about who is Christ, know that this is not going into your head because you've probably heard a lot of this. These are seeds being sown into your spirit that over the next couple of weeks, and months are going to spring up, are going to grow into a mighty revelation of who Jesus is. So just open up your spirit and let it go into your spirit. And, and the, you know, the Bible says in Ephesians, let the eyes of your heart be flooded with light and the intimate knowledge of knowing Christ. So as we declare these scriptures, it's not going into your head, it's going into your spirit. So just receive it and it's going to be awesome. So Courtney, start us off. All right. Well, I think the first, uh, there, Jesus is everything. That's, that's, that's one of the, the things that I think my biggest testimony is, is that, you know, when I found Jesus, I, th- I found everything. Everything is in the name of Jesus. Jesus sol- solves everything. He is the answer to any of your questions. And so you can go in the word of God and you can find who Jesus is. It says that he's the savior of the world. He is our defender. He is our deliverer. He is the one who rescues you from where the pit of hell that you were once in and puts your feet on the rock to stay. So one of the names of Jesus, and we read this in, in John 1, that, you know, it says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says, in him was light, 
or in him was life and um the life or that light was the life of all men. So it talks about how Jesus was the light of the world. When Jesus came onto the into the world, when he comes into the scene, we have to know that Jesus Christ brings light. Whatever that means to you. And I think this was a revelation that became so real because uh, because when you read about the about Jesus in the Bible, when Jesus steps into the scene, when he walks into the room, there whatever form of darkness that there may be, if there is confusion, Jesus is gonna make it better, better. And that's what it talks about in that first uh, in John in John one. It talks about how when light comes, darkness cannot comprehend it. So when Jesus steps into the scene, he will clear out darkness. Darkness and light cannot coexist together. When you have darkness but light comes, darkness is is completely expelled out of the situation. So it says that. In um, the Old Testament prophets would talk about this person, this man, Jesus Christ. They would prophesy. And, you know, it it talks about how the prophets of old had the spirit of Christ come upon them to declare the things of God that that were to come. They were talking about Jesus, that he was going to be the righteousness of the world, that he was going to be the light. It talks about how uh, the people in darkness would see a great light. And, And so I just think about how wonderful it was for them to have the spirit of god come into their uh come into you know their room you know they didn't have jesus at that time but the spirit of christ came upon them and they started to declare that this light was coming this light was coming this light was coming and so in isaiah 60 it talks about how arise and shine your light has come when jesus enters your light he will light up your life. He is the light of the world. He will expel all forms of darkness. And in him was light. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. And so uh, there's, there's numerous scriptures. And I think actually further down in Isaiah 60, if you continue reading a little bit more, it, talks, it says in verse 19 that the sun shall no longer be your light, nor for brightness shall the moon give light to you, but the Lord will be to you an everlasting light and your God, your glory. So it talks about how God, when he comes, when Jesus Christ came into the world, he became the light of the world. He is the light of the world. He is the answer to every single problem. We see darkness in our times. We see violence. We see sin abounding. But when Jesus Christ comes into the scene, when the gospel, when the glorious gospel of, the, of, the, of Jesus Christ, it talks about how there's a glory, a light of Jesus Christ in his gospel. When he comes, all darkness ceases. All violence will cease. Everything will, uh, will be expelled when Jesus comes onto the scene. And so um, it continues. We can continue to read that the path of the upright will continue to shine brighter and brighter. And in Matthew 13, it talks about how the righteous will shine like the sun. And so, you know, they prophesied about this great light, Jesus Christ, coming, coming into the world to take away darkness. And he's our hope. He is the one to bring light and confusion. It talks about how God is not a God of confusion, but he's a God of peace. He will bring light into your situation. He will bring light into every single part of your life. And I, I don't know, I, I love, I don't know if you have anything to add about Jesus being the light, but I mean, it's, it's become so real to me that, you yes. know, there is nothing in my light when the light touches it that, oh, you, you know, know. Uh, th- their darkness will cease. 
things yes. will cease things bad like evil will cease in your life when light exposes evil the, it, the evil will run darkness will flee when jesus comes bad will go and good will come because light is good and 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 uh like anything of the enemy, anything of the devil is going to flee when Jesus comes on the scene, when he comes in with his light. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know you were going to talk about that, but it goes perfectly with, um, you know, in Revelation 22, something that the Lord's really been burning in me is Jesus says, this is the last thing, like at the end, the last name that Jesus reveals himself as he says, I am the bright and morning star. That's like the last thing he said. And it's interesting that Genesis 1, 1, he, he says, God says, let there be light. That was the spoken word of God. So in Jesus, we know is the declaration of God. It is the expression of God. So literally the Bible in the beginning and in the end, it is referring to as Courtney's saying, Jesus Christ, the light of the world. He is the bright and morning star. He is the dawn of a new day. Do you need a new beginning? Whatever you need, he is the light. He's the light by which you will see everything else. And you know, that's what that means when he, he's the light of God. He's the glory. He's the outshining glory of the God, the father, you know, and that's the light. Like Courtney's saying, the entrance of his word brings light. That spoken word is a light. And that is what's going to set you free. I'm telling you, the more you see Christ, the bright and morning star, the more you become new. And you know, even like a, a the bright and morning star, that's the, the beginning. The sun rises every day. You know, every day we need to set our eyes back on Jesus Christ. He's the light by which you you need to see everything else in your life. We talked about your calling last time. He's the light by which you're going to, you're going to see what it is that you're called to do. And that's why it's so important that we put our eyes on him. And, you know, I love another, another um, thing that he says in the book of revelation. He says, I am the faithful witness. Jesus Christ is your faithful witness. And, you know, that's something that uh, the Lord's really been showing me. What does that mean? That Jesus Christ, not only is he the light of your life, the, he, he, and in that light is life, but he is your faithful witness. Um, in Hebrews chapter seven, verse 22, it says that, um, in keeping with the oath's greater strength and force, Jesus has become the guarantee of a better, stronger agreement, a more excellent, more advantageous covenant. Again, the former successive line of priests was made up of many because they were prevented by death from continuing perpetually in office. So this is kind of what Courtney was saying. Men of old, the priests would die, but now, hallelujah, we have a faithful witness that his office is perpetual. He will never die. In verse 24, he holds his priesthood unchangeably because he lives on forever. He is able to save to the uttermost, completely, perfectly, finally, for all time and eternity, those who come to God through him, since he is always living to make petition to God and intercede with him, intervene for them. He is the high priest, perfectly adapted to our needs, fitting, holy, blameless, unstained by sin. He's separated from sinners and exalted higher than the heavens. He has no day-by-day -day necessity, as other high priests did in the old, to offer sacrifice for his own sin, because he met all the requirements once for all when he 
brought himself as the sacrifice to be offered up. So what does that mean? That means that Jesus Christ is your faithful witness, seated at the right hand of God, ever making intercession for you. How can you fail when you have Jesus Christ himself intervening on your behalf, praying for you? That's why it says in Romans 8, what then shall we say to all this? If Jesus Christ is praying for you, who then can accuse you when he himself is pleading his case for you and he's alive forevermore? That means that your salvation is secure. You are saved to the uttermost. You know, so your faithful witness, a witness is a person who gives testimony in a court of law. So that means that Jesus Christ is ever at the right hand of God, giving testimony faithfully. He's a faithful witness. He's faithfully giving testimony before God that you are not guilty, that you are faultless because all your fault, all your sin, everything you've ever done wrong was imputed to him on the cross. So that means that Jesus Christ, he is a faithful witness. That means that you are saved to the uttermost. You don't have to worry about your salvation. You have one seated at the right hand of God who is literally, he's intervening for you. How can you fail when Jesus Christ, he is a faithful witness. He is the bright and morning star. He is the dawn of a new beginning. You know, Courtney talked about in the identity podcast, a new life. There's a new life. There's a rebirth. There's a righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He is your bright and morning star. I love what Courtney said, Isaiah chapter nine. There was people walking in darkness, but behold, they saw a great light. We are completely lost in sin, lost in darkness. Do you know that you were a slave to darkness with no way out until the glorious light of Jesus Christ shone upon you? He's a faithful witness. He is your savior. He is your redeemer. He's the lamb of God that took away all your sin and he is faithful from beginning to end and like we said the light he's in the beginning from Genesis 1 1 to Revelation 22 everything points to Jesus Christ he's the author he's the finisher he's the one who saved you and he's the one who's gonna keep you blameless and faultless and preserve you until Jesus returns that is the Jesus Christ that saved you and he is worthy of our praise we love him and so that's why we really want to we want to magnify Jesus we want to magnify our Savior magnify our Redeemer because he truly is worthy and he's wonderful amen that's so good oh gosh we're getting we're getting whacked over here um Jesus like like Victoria just said Jesus will do anything to reach you and he will keep you and he will sustain you you know you might have gotten saved and you might find yourself in a situation in a in a challenge and whatever it may be you know the the Bible talks about how Um, There are trials, but uh, because Jesus Christ has overcome the world, we overcome. We are more than conquerors because of Jesus Christ. And so he's well equipped us to overcome anything. Exactly. Jesus will equip you through the word of God. And I just know, I know that I'm going to read this scripture that means a lot to me. And I think I've read it before, but I know there was, there was a time in my life when I was saved, but I went through something and I had to find in the word of God exactly what I needed. You know, Jesus Christ is a restorer. He will restore to you what was taken. It even talks about that in the Bible, that anything that the, it talks about, this is in the Old Testament, but talks about anything that the locusts had stolen you will it will be returned to you double 
Jesus is a restorer and he will take you from whatever place that you may have you may find yourself in. And I'm saying this because I believe there may be people that are listening to this that need to hear hope. They need to hear that Jesus will take you from where you yes. are right now to where you're, he has take he's going to take you. He's taking you forward just like I said before. The path of the upright shines brighter and brighter. Those who are in Christ are going forward. They are being taken from glory to glory, faith to faith and strength to strength. And when I started to discover that Jesus Christ is my strength, that he's my portion, that he is everything to me, that's when it became so real. And so I want to read this, and it's, it's in the ESV version. But I would read this scripture every single day for weeks, and it got so in me to the point that, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's powerful, so take it. And so it's in uh, Psalm 73, verse 23. It says, Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you, were, you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God, he is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. It says in the, in the next verse, but for me, it is good to be near to God. Let me read that verse one more time. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God will never fail you. Your heart, your flesh, people in your life may fail you. Things, are, things will fail you in this life, but God will never fail you. Just like Victoria is saying, he's our faithful witness. He's the one that is standing, pleading your case, whatever case you may find yourself in. God is the one that will never fail you. He is defending you. He is, his love is fighting for you on your behalf. And so you can know God is the strength of my heart. You, you can wake up every single morning with God inside of you being your strength every single day whether it may be a sickness God's gonna heal you whether it may be something that caused you to stumble God's gonna make sure that he's gonna strengthen you you're gonna get back up off your feet you 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 might have fallen but God is picking you back up and you're gonna walk forward and he's gonna make sure that you will never stumble again God will never fail you and he will cause your your knees to be strong your faith is gonna grow stronger when Jesus Christ it will be the strength of your heart and so this this scripture got in me and I love I love that 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 is God's love for us love will never fail you it says that perfect love will even cast out all fear it talks about how in Isaiah 54 I love this scripture as well I would read this as well um, it talks about how, you know, the mountains may move, the hills may shake, or the hills may be removed or something like that. But um, he says, my steadfast love will, uh, will never depart from you, and my covenant of peace will not be removed. God promises that his covenant of peace will never be removed. And then it goes, if you go further down, it talks about how fear, when you are established in his righteousness, righteousness of God is Christ Jesus. So when you are established in Jesus Christ, fear and terror will cease. They will be out of your vicinity. 
And so that's a that's something to to draw on to know that God is going to be your strength. He will pick you up and he will strengthen you. He will not only he's not going to pat you on the back. He's going to pick you up. You're going to stand on your two feet and he's going to enable you to go forward into what he's called you to do. So I I know, you know, he will draw you to himself. He'll draw you into his heart. It talks about in song song of Psalms that draw me, draw me into your heart, God. David had a heart for God and he he talked he, he talked about um the Lord and his presence in all these Psalms. And so find 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 something that speaks to you in whatever situation and Jesus will be just that for you. Hallelujah. And just to continue, in Psalm 46, this is another, this is actually another scripture that I, I, I clung to. It says in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and our strength, the very present help in trouble. We will not fear. Fear cannot overtake you. When God is on your side, no one can be against you and fear will flee. Fear is, fear is not uh, in you know, in the vocabulary of God because of faith, because of what he gives you. When you, God becomes your fortress, when he becomes the person that you run to, whenever uh, whenever something happens, he's going to be your strength. He's going to be your for- fortress. He's. I think it says in another scripture that he's your tower of refuge. Um, and so God is the strength of your heart and he'll be your portion forever. Stay tuned and be on the lookout for next week's podcast as we continue on the message of Jesus Christ. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for listening.